Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, a.k.a. the Haritos Kid, a.k.a. El Rey del Mineragua, a.k.a. the Mandarina Duck, a.k.a. Sandia Koufax, a.k.a. Tamarindo Supremo, a.k.a. Mr. Jamaica 2020, a.k.a. the Fresa Prince of Bel Air, a.k.a. Tutti Frutti Gigante. Sounds like uh, somebody got a value pack of Haritos. Yeah, I was just thinking about how much I like Haritos. Oh, yeah, I decided great. to write a list of names about Haritos. <laughs> Haritos, go on Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Haritos, go on jo- Jordan Jesse Go. Um, Topo Chico, go on Come Down. <laughs> What's your top Haritos? Uh, I mean, I since I kicked soda um, a couple years ago, um, you know, like the occasional drink of soda, um, it, it is like is is uh, painfully sweet to me. I just kind of lost the taste for it. So you know, like mm-hmm. you know, once in a while, I'll you know have a have a, a sip of coke with a slice of pizza or at the movies or something. But in general, the like the like you know your average soda sweetness is uh too intense for me back in the day mandarin all the way big mandarin guy mm-hmm. um but yeah but now i think it's just the uh the standard miniragua i happen to be enjoying a miniragua right now um and that's my that's my regular go-to day to day but if i happen to be out and about uh like let's say i'm at the restaurant down on the corner from my house la beja um, and there is Tutti Frutti available. <laughs> Tutti Frutti is my number one. It is sickeningly sweet, but I feel like the big bubbles somehow cut the sweetness in a way that I love. And I love, I love it with a, with a spicy food. Do you say, oh, I, oh, Rudy? Ever? Yeah, I say, oh, oh, Rudy. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, that's, that's saying. good. That closes the loop then. <laughs> <laughs> You know, our guest on this week's program is a bit of a food and drinking expert himself. Uh, he is one of the hosts of the smash hit podcast, The Doughboys, uh, which, if you haven't heard it, is a little bit like Jordan Jesse Go, if Jordan Jesse Go had a premise and people liked it. <laughs> um, he is also a gifted actor, a longtime member of the comedy group, The Birthday Boys. Please welcome to the program, Mr. Michael Mitchell. Hi, Mike. Oh, this is that. That was the nicest intro. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. And also, this is a legend. This is one of the most legendary podcasts of all time. And I'm an honor to be here anytime I come on. <laughs> that's. I that guess that's true. why we got that Kennedy Center honor, right? Yeah. <laughs> is that why? That no, is why. it's because Chappelle said he wasn't going to show up. Oh. But I think it's still worth taking. We also got a Thurber. We got one of those Thurber prizes. Oh, have you been holding out on me? Send me my Thurber, dude. Is it at your house? <laughs> yeah, what happened is they wanted to give it to Sedaris, but Sedaris was busy cleaning up garbage on the side of the road in the small town in England that he lives in. Mm, yeah, he's a good guy. And so they said, well, what about the second greatest humorists in America, Jordan Jesse Go? Hmm. Well, it's nice. I'm glad we're. I'm glad we're always there when uh, someone more famous cancels. Yeah. Hey, are you ready for me to win you another one right now? Oh, get yeah. Get, get, oh, I can't have enough Thurbers in here. Get us another one, baby. Horitos, go to the polls. 
Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're tired of Pokemon going to the polls. It's time for Haritos to go there. Jordan, can I tell you one other award we won? Hmm. Uh, we won a Cable Ace Award, uh, but it's because Brian Ben-Ben from Dream On's wife was in labor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ba- I mean, back in the day, our, our show was a, a good source of uh, cable TV nudity, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have a, I have a question. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Is there... A, like a podcast version of the Razzies, you know what I mean? Like a oh right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this I'm gonna throw this out there as maybe the name for it, the Waxies. Uh, okay, I'm maybe not quite following it. Why is it called the Waxies? <laughs> I like you said it with such conviction. Oh, I th- I thought maybe I thought maybe you were recording Doughboys on vinyl. <laughs> maybe we're under the impression that all podcasts were pressed onto wax, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So if there's a so if there is a podcast Razzies, the Waxies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, there's there's a lot of kinks that need to be worked out. I'm just I'm spitballing here. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's what the, that's what that's what they say. No, no bad ideas in brainstorming. No bad ideas mm-hmm. on Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah. No good ideas on Jordan Jesse Go. Also. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. <laughs> that's another thing. No they ideas. Say. That's fair. <laughs> uh, Mitch, speaking of movies, but rather mm-hmm. good ones. Uh, I yes. wanted to tell you how impressed I was um, uh, with uh, a practice that you have, a quarantine practice that you have that I, I find very amiable. Um, we are on a, a text chain where we're, we're texting about what movies we're watching, and for mm-hmm. the past couple weeks, Mike Mitchell has been all fucking stone cold classics. If you're if you're out there watching junk, you're certainly not reporting it back to us. Maybe you're like secretly watching Fast and Furious movies or something, and, and just not telling everybody. <laughs> but with you, it's been all, all just all classics. And I want to know what, what, what put you on that kick, and what have you discovered that's been good? Well, okay, so I started doing this for an embarrassing reason, which is that I haven't seen a lot of classics. Like coming out to Los Angeles, I feel like. Uh, you guys could maybe relate or getting into the comedy scene. You guys could relate to this of like, Oh, I'm so interested in comedy. I would eat and er, eat everything up, read everything. I mean, not actual comedy food that was created. I wouldn't, I wasn't ordering like blues brothers bars or anything. (laughs) You only ate ate banana peels and rubber chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I was every, I was consuming every bit of comedy. Right. Yes. And I was like really studying it. And I, and I also like, loved movies when I was in film school and I would watch movies and like really explore new ones. And then when I got out here and started working in comedy, I was just like, I just kind of stopped doing that. And I still love movies, but there's just, there's so many that I haven't seen. And I have, I have tons of blind spots to some, some great films. Uh, so I, I decided with quarantine that I was gonna, I was gonna knock out some of these stone cold classics, the ones that are three hours plus, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do all of them, and I still I still have a long ways to go, but uh, you know, strangers on a train. Uh, oh and yeah, sure. I watched Rope this week, Last Temptation of Christ, uh, Ed Wood, which is a newer one I had never seen. Oh, you've never uh, seen Ed Wood, huh? I'd never seen Ed Wood. See, that's, like it's that's this, one of my one of my all time faves. That's what a what a cool. I've never seen Ed Wood. Really? Oh, oh it's great. Yeah, you got him, man. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta watch it. It's uh, on my list. Jesse, you've never seen Ed Wood? Jeez. No, I've seen Strangers on a Train. 
<laughs> no, see, the issue with this list is that I like feel like a goon for not having seen a lot of the. I mean, like Ed Wood is just one of many that I that I haven't seen, and I would never judge anyone for not seeing any of these. But Eraserhead, um, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, I watched. Uh, Unforgiven, Hardcore, a bunch of them. I watched tons of these movies. Part of the reason why I find this so impressive is that. You know, and I, I think this is something everybody can relate to. Like, you know, the, the world being like it is, everyone to a certain extent, we're all kind of like, you know, teetering on an emotional ledge all the time. Um, yeah. And and I think some part of the reason why I sometimes am afraid to, you know, switch on a classic is that they can be challenging, and I yeah. like, I'm just worried that a movie is going to challenge me in a way that will upset my delicate balance i almost had an existential crisis watching palm springs the other day <laughs> wow that's a light-hearted romantic comedy right that's got some that's it's got some shit in there though yeah it does have some shit in there oh, that was a good movie i enjoyed that movie the paul schrader movies are definitely like ones where i'm like <laughs> this is like this is tough to watch yeah, right now and i sh- maybe sure. shouldn't have done this <laughs> yeah you're just like tomorrow i'm watching the sting <laughs> Uh, but it's been, it, honestly, it's been great. And I like, a lot of the times I'm afraid a movie will be homework. Yeah. And then I get going on it and I'm like, that wasn't homework at all. That was a, it was a blast. I def- I definitely did. Um, I, like you, had not seen Eraserhead until this year. And I will put on Eraserhead the other day and, um, uh, and definitely was like, well, that was a mistake. Now I think that death is the only release. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the fi- that's the that's the ultimate escape is death. Oh, look at that! And there's a woman who lives in the radiator. I think. Anyway, I thought it was kind of funny, but I don't know if maybe like the little baby puppet really just got me for whatever reason. But I was, <laughs> uh, let me tell you, Jordan, I got, I had a grin from ear to ear. I was really just enjoying <laughs> just myself, yucking it up during a racer head, huh? <laughs> Jordan, I gotta tell you this: um, if you die. You might get a sweet release, but you won't get to watch The Sting tomorrow. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I won't get to enjoy someone building a fake casino. I've I've never seen The Sting, so for all I know, it could it could be a B related movie. In my it could it could be like B movie <laughs> Seinfeld's B movie. Yes. The, the B B movie is actually a remake of the oh, Sting. Oh, that's that's what it, B movie. Did I call it? Uh, did I call it B movie you or did, no? You call it B movie. You're, all right, phew. This is all. This Sorry. is all tracked perfectly. Sorry, yeah. Mr. Seinfeld. <laughs> Mike, great news. First of all, thanks for showing him the respect he deserves. <laughs> I I call him Gerald for the same reason. <laughs> I uh, just know we're not familiar with each other. Um, uh, Mike, treat yourself to treat your while you're on this kick of watching all these classic movies. Treat yourself to the sting. Have a nice yeah. little palate cleanser. That's one of the most delightful movies ever made. Uh, and it's a classic movie, but it's it's a classic movie where nothing upsetting happens the whole time. Going right on my list right now. Unless you find confidence men to be upsetting in principle. <laughs> mm, you know what? I kind of do. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to be tricked. I don't want, listen, I don't want to be tricked. Do you like being tricked, Jesse? Yeah, that's fair. I don't like being tricked. But that's a reason to hate magicians, not confidence men. (laughs) I, um, I said Mandarin Orange, right? Is the best Haritos. I I gotta, I gotta say that again in case I didn't say. Oh, yeah, We do, yeah. 
I mean, it is a great. It's the best of. It's the best of all orange sodas, I would say. And oh, yeah. I generally yeah. like Easy. country. Mile. I like orange sodas. I like really sweet sodas. I like grape soda too. I, I can only drink about half a can before my teeth start to fall out. But I, I like those super sweet fruity sodas. So you're saying squirt cactus cooler that area? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, s- squirt's got a little kick to it though. Mm. I he- I'm talking about like a Fanta. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a childhood friend, uh, shout out to Court Gaspar, <laughs> who called uh, diarrhea Hershey squirts. Oh, God. And for that reason, I have never been able to enjoy the soda squirt, because Hershey squirt is lodged in my brain so thoroughly. Wow. Oh, man. Jordan, I, I have basically the exact opposite experience. My childhood best friend, Peter Frauenfelder, who you've met before. He was a guest on Jordan, Jesse Go, Pete Fields. I, I think I don't really remember because I had diarrhea, but. <laughs> My friend Pete at his house on Elsie Street in, uh, in Bernal Heights, he, had a, he always had a 12-pack of squirt in the refrigerator. And no one else in my life had soda in the fridge. But his dad just loved squirt. His dad, Mark. And uh, so there was always squirt in there, and he would, like, hand me a squirt when I came over to, like, slake my thirst from having climbed up the very tall hill that he lived on. And I, I like, to this day, I see a squirt, and I'm flooded with fond, nostalgic feelings for my childhood. Like, it is a, a pure uh, Proust's Madeline for me. Man, wow. I'm sorry I told that diarrhea story then. Jeez, man. I hope I didn't <laughs> fuck this up for you. Well, I mean, my childhood was pretty shitty overall. <laughs> I was going to say this is that squirt has like no, there's no chocolate syrup or anything in it that would make you feel it's the opposite. I mean, if right. anything, if they, yeah. if it had been a piss story or something, it, this would, <laughs> this would be more, like more damning. But if you, if you just open a squirt and you pour it into a glass, uh, Jordan, you'll see that this is nothing to worry about. You, you gotta, you gotta try a squirt. I gotta, you know what? It's, it's time. It's time that I stopped living in the past. It's time that I stopped, you know, um, obsessing over my childhood traumas. It's time. It's time. It's time for your boy to have himself a squirt. <laughs> I'm gonna do it, guys. I'm gonna have me a squirt. I love it. Why don't you just work to associate it with? It's like, it's like hypnotists can't take away a habit without introducing a substitute. Mm-hmm. You know, like you quit smoking, but then you have a, always have a toothpick in your mouth or whatever. Right. Mm. Introduce a positive association. Um, I mean, the one that comes to mind for me is semen, but. Just something that you feel good about. So wait, so I should stop thinking of squirt as diarrhea and as a, a kind of a, a sweet drinkable cum? <laughs> yeah, like a seminal, like a seminal refresher. Mm, sure. <laughs> I agree with this. Like, this. That's actually what I've done in my head. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Mike. So we're on the same page about that. Throwing a little tequila, you got yourself a cummy summer cocktail. the squirt in squirt and cactus cooler and uh the bottled coca-cola to me are such a taco like if you're at a taco stand that's what that's the beverages that will be on that uh the list for 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 possible beverages is those those are those are some big three ones and of course you can get a jamaica and you can get a horchata but yeah sure 
I'm talking I'm talking canned or bottled. But I have to say this, a big part of my emotional energy, I would say upwards of 1% in 2020 is dedicated to seeing the explosion of Topo Chico, mm -hmm. the huge popularity, including English language advertising for Haritos, yeah, and the near total absence of Peñafel. I feel so bad for Peñafel these days. Mm. I, I don't think I know who that is. Peñafel is like a Haritos analog, but it's oh, mineral water. Based. Okay, I thought it was a guy. <laughs> no, it's like a lighter, refreshing. It's wait, it is. It's a lighter, refreshing Topo Chico. No, no, it's it's well. There there is a there is a there is a flavorless one that's equivalent to Topo Chico. It, it's okay. like a mineral water, and and a much more minerally mineral water than like the Haritos mineral water, which which doesn't doesn't really have much non water taste. Um. And then they, it, but then it also has fruity, fruity soda drinks, but they also have a little bit of mineraliness to them. They're very mm. nice, very nice drinks. They don't come in as good of bottles, though, I will say. They come in pretty regular plastic bottles. I think that is something that has been um, kind of uh, left behind in the seltzer craze is, is minerals. I think that we now think of a sparkling water as, as a, as a non-mineraled beverage. But I, yeah, I love the mineraliness of those. Give me more minerals. You know what? I get really mad at Perrier for tasting too much like dirt. Mm. Okay. Too, that has too many minerals, you think? For me. You know, I I kind of, I, I agree. There is some of these minerally, drink, like I drink, a, 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 not Perrier, but LaCroix. When I have a LaCroix, I think that that makes me, I've said this before, but it makes me more thirsty. It dries me out. Wow. Do I, am I, do I sound like a crazy person? No, not at all. I, I totally get that. I have to like, because, you know, like the bottle or the can of the sparkling water or the mineral water, like it, it looks so, so appealing. It, it, like you look at that and you're like, that's going to fucking kick my thirst right in the dick. And then, but I do have to stop and tell myself, I'm like, wait, drink a little bit of regular water first and then enjoy that. Because I, mm. I also agree that I don't think it, uh, I don't think it makes me less thirsty. But that's yeah, that's the issue. Is like a nice hot, like a like a hot summer's day, not a nice hot summer's day, but a hot summer's day. I'm reaching for a Lacroix, and it's not doing the job. You know what I mean? It yeah. it doesn't it it doesn't do it. Nope. And Topo Chico, I think, does less minerals. I would I would you think, know that's just so interesting. I, I would Topo Chico is more. I mineral think I, yeah, I would I would guess it would be more mineral. Listen, I'm not a mineral expert. Okay, I'm not a <laughs> not a geologist over here. Sure. You know what I want? I want to buy a Topo Chico one day and just see a solid rock sitting in that bottle. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Shale? Right. They'll say. <laughs> if you superheat it, you could get yourself a diamond. Yeah. I mean, is it, po is it possible, Mike, that you're not having problems with drying out? You're having problems with mineral deficiencies? Uh, it's uh, very possible. Uh, I could be having some mineral deficiencies. Uh, I mean, like, I eat trash constantly, and I'm not sure, uh, you know, if I probably need some supplements here and there. Uh, but if you know me, uh, Jesse, you nailed it. I'd definitely say, is that shale? If I saw it in the... <laughs> is there, what's that, shale? <laughs> Sounds like something Letterman would say to Paul Schaefer. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Paul. <laughs> what is that, igneous? <laughs> Sedimentary? Uh, guys, I, speaking of brand loyalties, I mm -hmm. had to get rid of one of my favorite brands recently. 
Magnum. <laughs> yeah, my dick got smaller. <laughs> Wait, were you talking about the condom or the ice cream bar? Because <laughs> both apply. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big dick man's ice cream bar. Man, Magnums are just such an embarrassing thing to like a whole section of uh, condoms in the in the aisle i just never even have to worry about it's a <laughs> it's a sad it's sad to me it's a sad thing hey m- listen mitch l- listen this we should we should all branch out we should all try new things happy analogous to everybody i'm gonna try a squirt <laughs> try yourself a magnum just try the magnum i'm gonna try on a magnum it's gonna look like like uh when you buy like when you buy like your little nephew a, a sweater and it's like far too big it's like coming off of his arms <laughs> you'll grow into the magnum <laughs> any day you're gonna have your growth spurt i can tell <laughs> i have some brand resentment against magnum ice cream bars hmm. mm. our friend ben partridge from the beef and dairy network podcast uh he's a very big public advocate of magnum ice cream bars he loves them to death he'll, he'll get any flavor and he'll enjoy them on instagram or whatever and he was visiting the United States last year, and uh, we went to a museum together or something. We were just hang- having a hangout day. You know, great guy, Ben Partridge. And I said, oh, I got an idea. I know you love ice cream bars. I'm going to give you the gift of my favorite ice cream bar, my Magnum, the It's It. Wow. He, and I, he and I got some It's It's at a Food for Less and sat in my <laughs> Volvo station wagon in the parking lot. And ate the itsits, and he made some catty remarks about the itsit. Wow! He thought the chocolate was low quality. I'm like, that's hardly the point, Benjamin. <laughs> so now I'm out on Magnums. I was I was ready to I was ready for it to be a mutual support society where I enjoyed Magnums when I was in the United Kingdom, and he enjoyed itsits when he was in the United States. But it turns out that Welsh fuck is a little too fancy for his own britches. <laughs> yes. First of all. I just want to outright say, fuck the Welsh. I know that that's maybe... <laughs> yeah. I'm glad somebody's finally standing up to you, Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> um, but I was going to say that recently I was like, we, bu- we bought a... We, Jesse, we're going to have you on. We're going to do an all It's It. An it's It it's it is It episode. No, nothing more than It's It. We're just doing all It's It's. But It's It's Go on, JJ Go. <laughs> I... I I got a bunch of ice cream sandwiches recently and I was like tr- eating the other ones and I was like I don't really want the it's it's that much and then I had an it's it and I I am kind I'm kind of tough on it it's almost like in and out burger or something but I had the it's it and I was like it's good it is good it's a very it's I think it's a specific thing you know like it's different from I had some blue Betty, blue bunny ice cream sandwiches in there and they were they were actually pretty good and that is just a completely different experience from an it's it. You know what I mean? Like you're going in with two different things. Yeah. yeah. And, I think he was confused at what was going on, why the cookie could be chewy when it was frozen. Yeah. Good humor. Go on. Call her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a caduzzi. <laughs> um, go these... on, Michelle Obama. I had so the, the brand that I had to kick uh, recently uh, was related to a um, a visit I had to a nutritionist. Have either of you guys ever seen a nutritionist? A nutritionist? No, but I have a feeling if I go to a nutritionist, they it will be much like a mortal seeing Medusa, and they will turn to stone. 
<laughs> Just show the nutritionist a mirror first. That's how you defeat her and steal the golden fleece. You, you get your report at the end, and it just says, consider nutrition. <laughs> More minerals. <laughs> get this man some shale. Get him Jordan, some how did you end up going to see a nutritionist? A nutritionist, I feel like, is something that I imagine a business executive going to in 1977. So I, so yeah, so I've been like, you know, I decided I was going to like put myself on a little diet and I, I re and I was kind of like taking these diet steps, like cutting things out, adding to other different things, you know, cutting out the magnums, adding the good humors. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, but I also, it also occurred to me, like, I'm just doing this willy nilly. I'm just doing this because of what I've, what I think will work and also because of just some like haphazard Googling that I've done. So I like called my health plan and they're like, Oh yeah, you have three nutritionist visits per year. Um, so I, so I did this, I did this visit. Um, and you know, one of those Cadillac plans, it sounds like, Oh oh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice plan. (laughs) It's a nice plan. Uh, yeah. Thank you. MPI motion picture, uh, is this is this a SAG one, Jordan, or is this a uh, writing? This is this uh, is uh, Ayatsi. Uh, uh, this is ooh, okay. the Animation Guild, which uh, is a is a very nice, very nice insurance. Bad union uh, overall, but um, yeah, pretty nice. But pretty good nice. nutrition. But yeah, but good. Yeah, plenty of fiber. Plenty, yeah, uh, lots of Jor- dark leafy greens. Jordan, I heard that. Um, unfortunately, to go to the doctors, you have to travel all the way to Toontown. Is that correct? <laughs> It is, yeah, and you know they have a lot of they have a lot of recommendations for what happens if you're flattened like a pancake. What they'll do is they'll put a bike pump in your mouth and blow you back up. Sometimes it turns you into a balloon, which is its own inconvenience. Um, so yeah, there's the travel. There's the travel to Toontown. You have to go through the portable hole. Uh, so there's yeah. it's inconvenient in a lot of ways. Yeah, and also. What's your copay on getting dipped? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta stay away from that. But oh boy, Doctor Betty Boop though, va va voom, she turned my head into a wolf head. Can I? Can I, I? I don't want to mean to interject again, but can I just quickly say? Please, yeah. Uh, Christopher Lloyd dipping that shoe in dip is like one of the most traumatic childhood experiences. Easy. Is seeing that little Easy. that poor shoe yeah. go down. And when it's hi- a real large Marge situation. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Truly. Our, our generation has a couple of yeah has a couple of shared traumas. Large Marge, uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd dipping the shoe, and uh, yeah, the entirety of Return to Oz. I think. Yeah, I think maybe the <laughs> the gremlin that goes in a blender. Oh, that's good. That's a great. That is visceral. I just remember that that fucking. I mean, now I love gremlins, but I think this is a thing that people don't admit that, like, I was scared of gremlins for, like, a year or two. I was terrified of of the movie Gremlins. Yeah. Is that just me? It's scary. No, it's legitimately pretty scary. Like, uh, I watched it as an adult, and I don't remember what of it I had seen as a kid. And I was surprised at how much of it is actually straight up scary. Like, it's not terrifying when you're an adult, but it is, like, it's pretty straightforward scary stuff. Yeah. Great movie. By the way, the nutritionist in Toontown, can we get back to this for a second? Because I thought of something. It's not really a fully fleshed out idea. But you go to the nutritionist because whenever you get hungry, everyone around you looks like a fully dressed chicken. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) It's especially bad if you're on a desert island. Yeah. (laughs) 
So what did the nutritionist so, have to say okay, for themselves? So the nutri- so I I met, met with this nutritionist. I'm like, okay, well, I'm you know, I'm like, hey, I just I, you know, I've gained a little weight. I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. And you know, 2 minutes into the conversation, I realized that I was talking to somebody who is just on another level. Like, have you have you ever like tried to do an exercise class and then you realize a couple minutes in like, oh shit, this is not for me. Like, this is not my thing. Everybody in here is too jacked. What am I doing here? Like, I, so. Honestly, Jordan, that was my experience when I did yoga at the YMCA with a bunch of 65 year old. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All these people have replacement hips. They're going to do great. <laughs> They're brand new fucking hips. Uh, Jordan, I uh, I never run into this freaking problem. It's actually not an issue. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um. So I was. So she was like, "So what? What are you using to cook with?" And I'm like, "I've got this. I've got this question. I'm gonna fucking ace this." I'm like, "Oh, I uh, mainly cook with olive oil because that's the healthy oil, right? Fucking Mediterranean diet, you know." Yeah. So she's like, "Yeah. So I mean, you really don't need to use any oil when you cook." And I was like, what? I just throw shit in a dry pan? <laughs> and like, <laughs> I had, she had a little, I, before I went, I like kind of filled out a, um, uh, you know, like a, a, a meal chart, like with what I had been eating. And she like looked at the meal chart and she just was like, so you really like cheese, huh? <laughs> You're like, That's- yeah, well. I'm an adult man in a cheese-eating culture. <laughs> like, yeah, it's good. Of course good. I like cheese. Cheese is amazing. It was in a, it, in, a, in a tone that another doctor would tell you you have three months to live. <laughs> who, do, who, do, who, do, who doesn't want to be constantly eating cheese? It's the thing that everyone wants from, from mouse to man. Everyone <laughs> wants a slice. <laughs> Everyone likes cheese. What is exactly what is exactly in between mouse and man? Dog? <laughs> Dog, dogs love cheese. Dogs love cheese. Cats? A cat will lick at cheese. A cat uh, will lick cheese. So that's what I told did her. Did you I'm, say I told her a cat will lick cheese and I hung up on her. It was a tele, it was a tele, it was a telehealth thing. Um, but the one thing I I got um that I was like, okay, well, I think I can, I don't think this is too extreme. I think I can use this is like, she's like, you know, it, take your, take your main course, take your protein, cut it in half and then fill the rest of the plate with beans. Uh, and I'm like, great. I love beans. I love beans. I'm crazy about beans. Yeah. Mm, sure. And all those other fruits fail to be musical at all. Not as musical. <laughs> and you know me, Jesse, you've known me a while, Mitch, you've known me a while too. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. to toot. <laughs> yeah, I, I call you Professor Harold Hill because you're a real music man. Sure, you have to be careful it doesn't turn into a Hershey squirt. But <laughs> I am from Boston, which, as we all know, is is Bean Town, where we're, we love beans. There, it's a Boston. Sure. Thing. So you, so you guys, you guys are on board. This, like, I was like, great. I'm excited about beans. And so then, I stocked up on Goya's because that was my bean brand. I love a Goya. Oh no! Uh-oh. A couple days after my big. Goya stock up. The the president of Goya uh, proved themselves to be to have political ideals that I did not agree with. Jesse, I know it's it's a little tough for you to get political on this show, but I will personally say that I did not agree with the political ideas of the Goya uh, mm. CEO. 
Yeah. So you're a bull moose party all the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Tory till I die. Um so I have to, so I was like so I don't want a controversial bean. I want a down the middle bean. I don't want my bean to have any any political baggage. So I was mm-hmm. like You're sticking with the gold standard, thank you very much. No silver standard for you. <laughs> right. Yes. They will crucify us on a cross of gold. They will. <laughs> the National Bank. <laughs> Um, National Bank, that's something I have a problem with, too, I think. <laughs> um, so I was, like, investigating other bean brands, and I'm like, well, I don't want the bean to be controversial, so Bushes? But then I remember something about Bush doing 9-11. <laughs> right? Do you guys remember? So people, you've heard that, right? Bush, Bushes did 9-11? That's, that's the, talking about the beans, right? I, I'm trying think, to remember, but I think actually that I forgot. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's why you need to listen to the Ralph Nader puppet, Jesse. Um, have you have you seen? I actually, you haven't seen. You haven't taken a look at like Duke's Duke the Dog's Twitter profile lately, have you? No. What's Duke been getting up to? He's he's been to a, he was at the Tulsa rally with Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I hope he's okay. Was he at least wearing a mask? He was no. He was he was eating masks. He was he was he was biting masks off people's faces. Oh my gosh, Duke. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck. There's no apolitical being out there. The other day, somebody photoshopped a picture of a a major league baseball game that had no one in attendance. They photoshopped like 300 dogs behind home plate and all the seats. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been able to stop thinking about it since I saw it. I want it so bad because dogs can't get coronavirus. So it's safe to fill the ballpark with dogs. Mm. So why are we making cardboard cutouts of Ali Wong? No offense, Ali. You're very wonderful. Mm -hmm. An E40 or whatever. When we could be just filling it with real live off-leash dogs. Yeah, there's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't. Sit in a major league audience. I love it. And then maybe you give the umpire some kibble for his pocket or some liver treats. Uh, Mitch, you're a, you're a sports fan. Have you been enjoying, like, crowd-free sports? Um, well, you know, you watch baseball, and then you hear that half a team has tested positive for coronavirus. <laughs> and it kind of takes the wind out of your sails, and it, it makes it not worth it. But, and I actually haven't really watched baseball at all. Uh, but I've been watching basketball, and they seem to be one of the the one of the two sports that's doing it right. Uh, basketball and the NHL, the NBA and the NHL are they both? Uh, the NHL has gone up to Canada, and they are uh, they're doing a little bubble, and then in NBA in Florida, they're doing a bubble as well in uh, Orlando, I believe. And uh, they they've done it. They've done a great job with it. And I have uh, watching basketball has been great the last week or so. It's it's really given me something you know what i mean it's 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 been awesome and i hope no one gets sick and then it's not worth it you know what i mean one person sick it's out the window yeah i mean they should remember dogs can't get coronavirus right and you're saying all air bud and all air bud season (laughs) yeah i'm not against it you know what i mean wouldn't you like to see a cairn terrier give that a shot truly didn't isn't there a baseball playing monkey movie too could the monkey pitch against air bud yeah, and I think Jason Alexander's allowed to play. <laughs> yeah, I heard Jason Alexander can't get corona. Right. <laughs> They've been trying to capture him so they can use his blood to make a vaccine, but 
It's a Last of Us um, situation where there's a grizzled old guy leading him through the woods. <laughs> <laughs> the only difference is, unlike in The Last of Us, the grizzled old guy insists on singing Sondheim songs the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right. But a, a mournful version on an acoustic guitar. He's like, this one is... From Merrily We Roll Along. <laughs> it's an underrated show. I was going to say, that movie, that the Matt LeBlanc monkey movie where the monkey pitches, or Dunstan checks in, I think the Matt LeBlanc one actually was my first date. I went to uh, my first date for that movie. You went to... Um... With the monkey from Ed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it was... Uh, I, I think I was in seventh or eighth. No, you know what? It was probably seventh grade. And uh, with my girlfriend, who I like, probably talked on the phone to three to four times, and then, and then it stopped happening. Uh, and I remember I put my arm around her at that movie, and I think I, my arm, armpit immediately turned it liquefied, basically, immediately. <laughs> just like the, one of those, like, you know, like 12 or 13 year old, like, pit stains that just are like go over your shoulder. <laughs> basically just extremely embarrassing but yeah it was to that it was to that movie or dunstan checks in it's hard to it's hard to remember i i was a i was a pretty late bloomer when it came to dating but um but i definitely remember the first movie i went to where it was just me and a girl it was I think it was one of those is this a date situations it was not a date uh i found out later um but it was like me and me and, and we were just going to see a movie together, and it was Dracula Dead and Loving It. Oh, that's <laughs> which is see, that very feel, horny. That, that is a like <laughs> like the the joke of that movie is how horny it is. That is that's very funny for like Leslie Nielsen to be a very you know be in serious films for most of his life, and then to make that turn into like a silly man that is in like. <laughs> horny movies and playing dracula and yeah he was like a matinee hunk in the 50s yeah and then he's just like farting boner dracula and then he died (laughs) (laughs) mr magoo (laughs) (laughs) what's amazing about it is like you know in police squad and the naked gun movies he's perfect like he's perfect like it's as funny a thing as has ever existed in the history of the world as far as i'm concerned yeah. But only those guys knew what was funny about him. Yeah, he was in so many other similar, less good movies. Mm-hmm. Like, Mel Brooks is one of the funniest people of all time. Like, ten funniest people of all time in the English language, Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. But I, he couldn't figure out what was funny about Whoever directed Leslie S- Spy Hard couldn't. <laughs> yeah. I agree that the the Zuck, the Zuckers right the the credit goes to yeah. the to the Zuckers the Zucker boys yeah. love those uh, Zucks. I'll watch Police Squad anytime you guys want to come over and watch my VHS tapes of Police Squad. <laughs> wow, love it, love it. Tommy Lasorda's in it. It's got everything you want. Uh, to go back on two things, one is that Jordan, you you are nearly at a hundred movies for the year. You 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 kick my ass with movies. Even you watch a ton of movies. Yeah, I do like to watch a movie. I uh, I, I yes, I don't like TV that much anymore. I like a Simpsons rerun, and I like to put mm-hmm. on a 
there's a streaming channel on Pluto that just streams Mystery Science Theater. That's fun to have on in the background. That's a great channel. The the Pluto T- the Pluto TV has a few great weird channels. It sure does. Yeah, Pluto is a fun it's a fun weird thing. I don't know that I'm like I'm 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 getting anything from Pluto other than like pleasant white noise that I remember. But yes, uh, mm-hmm. Pluto is a fun weird free app. Guys, I subscribed. I paid the extra three dollars for the PBS Living add-on to my Amazon Prime. Ooh, nice! Wow. That's all. Uh, you can so, get all the antiques road shows you want, right? Every antiques road show plus as much of Julia Child as as I can eat. Wow! Novas, you got some Novas on there. There's a few Novas. There's not as many Novas as there's not as many other things besides those two things that I want to watch as I would like. Frontline was going to be my next question. Can you watch a Frontline? Yeah. On there? No, no. <laughs> Frontline is too upsetting for me generally, oh, yeah, um, sure. but uh, if there were more Novas or American experiences on there, I would love it. There are a fair number of um, uh, American masters. Right. There's a fair number of American masters. I was watching the Ted Williams American masters, but mostly just the reason people like Julia Child is because she's possibly the most amazing television personality in the history of television. Mm. Watching Julia Child say different stuff get distracted for a minute and they don't edit it out. Uh, <laughs> it is the greatest shit in the history of the world. Pay your, pay your three ninety nine or two ninety nine for that, for that, uh, PBS living and start watching the French chef. I, uh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I definitely, you know, now that I feel like I, I, I figured out that I like watching movies now more than I watch TV, more than I like watching yeah. TV. And, you know, I'm like, oh, sometimes I'll watch something in two or three sittings. Sometimes I'll like, you know, watch a little bit, go to bed, you know, watch a little bit the next day. Um, yeah. And I, I definitely am like trying to, you know, trying to live like Mitch. Hash, hashtag live like Mitch. Oh, no, that's like the Simpsons episode where they be like the boy. <laughs> Just the seniors in the back. <laughs> <laughs> we like catch. Uh, <laughs> um, I was going to say to you that, and also you're, you're a swimmer, you're, you stay active, and uh, so I think this nutritionist can jump into a vat of cheese for all I care. Yeah, I, I think, uh, oh, she would hate that. Wow. She hates cheese. Yeah. She would fuck, oh, what an ironic death. <laughs> oh, God. I guess I sensed her What kind of beans did she want you to eat? Uh, she didn't specify the bean, bean types. I just assumed that, you know, canned canned black and pinto beans were okay maybe they're not maybe i'm yeah that does seem like a good one yeah it would be funny to to call her back and mockingly and be like i chose jelly beans <laughs> and i'm getting fatter to spite you <laughs> <laughs> well off to die soon <laughs> i'm gonna crawl under the porch and die like an old dog <laughs> jesse i also want to say that you having uh, on on tape having all the police squad episodes is uh, doesn't surprise me even one percent. That is uh, that's exactly you, in a good way. I love that, <laughs> Mike. There's one. There's one where they're standing in front of the crime scene, and in the background, a stretcher enters, and <laughs> moving from 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 uh, from the right to the left of the screen, and it just starts crossing the screen, and yeah. it gets. And it gets longer and longer and longer until it's crossing the entire screen. And it just keeps going and going and going and going and going for like three minutes until the back end finally crosses the screen. I, I swear to God, you can know that that's about to happen and still you, it just it does it for you for whatever reason. That's that's great. And and like I've said before, many times of the podcast, 
Yeah, yeah, you did such good for comedy. Me and the uh, me and the other birthday boys when we were uh, young guys, just getting into the scene, uh, used to to listen to you all the time, interviewing uh, comedians and cool guests and stuff like that. So uh, we uh, on on Judge John Hodgman um, on an upcoming episode of Judge John Hodgman. There's a birthday boys related uh, obscure cultural reference at the top of the oh, show. Wow. Yeah, very exciting. So, very you, so, exciting. so you said the birthday boys. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, it involves you and a moo moo. Mm. Oh, I know what it is immediately. All right. Yeah. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know, Jordan, the Max Fund Drive just concluded. A thousand thanks to all of the folks who became and maintained their memberships to Maximum Fund. Uh, we couldn't do this without you. Every episode of Jordan, Jesse Go is brought to you by Maximum Fund's members. This week's episode also is brought to you by Manscaped, dedicated to being the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And I think that they, I think that they want us to sing their theme song, right, Jesse? They, they, they said that's in the copy that they want us. Yeah, to Yeah, there's sing a the note in the copy in the talking points here that says, "Make sure to sing our theme song." Well, let's do it, Jordan. Here I am, baby. Manscaped delivered. I'm yours. <laughs> I truly did not know what song you were singing until you said delivered. <laughs> That's how far into it I got before I recognized it's the a classic. melody. <laughs> I think it has to be far off for parody lot account, right? <laughs> it has to be two notes, uh, two notes yeah. different. That version of the song is for, uh, I don't know if you heard this, but there's a script floating around for Sister Act 3, where instead of taking classic soul songs and turning them into uh, gospel songs, she takes classic soul songs and turns them into songs about shaving your balls. <laughs> hey, uh, we're here. And speaking of shaving your balls, uh, if you need to do that, if you're, any, if you're anybody out there with balls... Uh, you're gonna want to check out Manscaped. Here's the thing that that area it gets it gets it gets unkempt, but yeah. um, and I know I would I I I I look at it and I'm like this needs to this needs to change. But I'm so yeah. nervous about using the wrong equipment about hurting the tender area. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing: I'm not worried about that anymore because Manscaped sent over the lawnmower 3.0. It's a trimmer <laughs> that really features. What it's called? It's legitimately called that, and it's a trimmer that features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents, thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Jesse, I used, I used, I used this. Jordan, so did I. It looks, it it looks great down there. Did you, are you looking great down there? I'm so clean and fresh down there. It's waterproof. You can use it in the shower. I feel like that is a big one. You can one, use it in the shower. This thing's great. When I've trimmed there before, I've often thought to myself, do I just put down a drop cloth? Like I, I've not been able to figure out the logistics of it. And I feel like every time I failed and I've hurt myself a couple of times, this thing has a rechargeable battery. And not only that, it has its own little headlamp. Yeah. 
and it it does not only does it not hurt it 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 kind of feels good it's kind of, it's it's very gentle it's like being kissed by a doe <laughs> and normally i got to i got to put a bunch of peanut butter down there and head out <laughs> into the woods i got to worry about ticks yeah and Lyme disease. <laughs> Don't get me started. Yeah. Oh, man. Lyme, nothing worse than Lyme disease of the balls. And hey, here's the thing about the Lawnmower 3.0. It's got all that we talked about. Plus, the stand doubles as a USB charging dock. Trim that junk of yours. Jordan, I am so glad that Manscaped has decided to sponsor us. Me too. It's a great product. I feel like there is no greater... And I don't mean to diminish any other celebrity you have, Jordan. But I don't feel like there's a there's a greater ambassador for shaved balls in America than Jordan Morris. It's true. It's something I believe in. <laughs> I don't believe in much, Jesse. I don't believe in America. But I do believe in having clean balls. And honestly, the best way to do that is with Manscaped. It's the best. And you can get 20 fry... And you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code JJGO at manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping, manscaped.com, JJGO. Uh, we also have something up on the Jumbotron. Now, normally... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm reading this one too. Normally, these are like birthday or anniversary wishes. Like As we record this, it's it's my wedding anniversary with my wife. Uh, so I decided to spend a romantic evening recording Jordan Jesse Go. Is it? Is it? Is it tonight? Is it tonight? Yeah, it's tonight. Happy anniversary! Thank you. I'm glad I could uh, be here to celebrate it with you. I'm 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 glad that you could too. Uh, and thank you for the single red rose. <laughs> no, you got um, you know. Listen, you got to keep the spark alive. I know it's it's been a long time, but you you know you got to you got to treat it like it's your first date. Sometimes that's a secret. But in among all of the you know cottage industry. Etsy shops and happy birthday messages we've shared. This is the one that I think could best be that could best be summarized as dance monkey dance. <laughs> and you know what? This monkey is shining up his tap shoes. <laughs> it's a message for Jordan mm -hmm. from Liam. From Liam, and this is the message. Hi, hello. Have you seen my daughter? I'm Liam Neeson. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hope it was worth it. <laughs> you forgot to put in the word Brooklyn, whoever wrote this. Yeah, I think the Brooklyn's kind of a late addition. I think the, the <laughs> classic Liam Neeson line is just, yeah, that's right. Uh-huh isn't in there. Uh, MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron if you want to share uh, your message with the world. it is uh, we, we make it affordable for Jordan Jesse Go listeners. You want to wish somebody happy birthday or tell somebody about your Etsy store or whatever. We, 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 we do what we can. Or just want to, want to do a callback to a running joke. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Love, It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Mitch, the little, the little stink bug. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Don't step on him or else he'll make a stink. 
Recently, I was, I, I filmed something, I mean, before Corona, um, but I got into my trailer in there and it was infested with stink bugs. And I had never seen oh stink bugs ever before. And um, I remember like I went and told kind of like a salty uh, crew guy, like the, the, like a transpo guy. I was like, mm. um, excuse me, there's a bunch of bugs in my trailer. <laughs> like like a, <laughs> a loser actor that he didn't want to hear this from. And he was kind of like, yeah, so what? <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know what to do. I'm too frightened to do my vocal warm-ups. <laughs> the tip of the tongue, the teeth, and the bugs. <laughs> so do stink bugs, do stink bugs like just go around stinking or is it when they're threatened or is it when they're squashed were you able to learn anything about them it is when they're squashed it's it's i think i think it maybe is when they're threatened to but if you if you squash them they're stinking that's what that is what i found out is that if you if you squash one which i never did to any but i but everyone on on set was like oh don't squish them <laughs> that was, that's like when i told them i was like my 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 room is like infested with stink bugs they're like don't squish them and that was kind of all they said and I was like, yeah, but what What should I do? <laughs> you would think they would have, you know, cleaner facilities on the next Avengers movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, especially in Captain America's own dressing room. Right? <laughs> the man who was replacing Chris Evans. <laughs> I'm, uh... It's kind of like a hybrid of Hulk and, and Captain America. Whoa, cool. Yeah. That means they fucked. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that drawing I made is real. <laughs> Hell yeah. It is funny oh. to also think of like a stretched out Captain America <laughs> outfit as I wear it on set and <laughs> just look fucking dumpy in it. I admit you, you would you would you would wear that thing like a magnum, buddy. <laughs> Hey Jordan, Mitch. Um, happy anal August. Happy anal August. Happy and and uh, analog analogous and analogous August. <laughs> happy anal. Happy anal August. Man, the Irish Catholic and we can't say that. <laughs> That's something we celebrate every single year, every month, or just <laughs> yeah. We celebrate August this month every month. <laughs> Rain or shine, we celebrate it. It's a time to reflect and to open yourself up to new possibilities. <laughs> yeah, to try and relax. Open. It's about openness. Lubricate. Right. Mm. The basics. The Just basics. Straightforward stuff. Um, Jordan, what should people do when something momentous happens to them? They should give us a call at 206-9844-FUN or email in a voice memo like someone did who we're about to hear from right now play of the call hey jordan jesse and guests this is ben h in los angeles california i was watching ben harper walking my dog down the street <laughs> wow and a falcon was on the sidewalk in front of us with a dead rodent that it had killed and it just stared at us for like three seconds and I grabbed the rodent and took off into the sky. It was great. Yeah, that wow. rules. First of all, that wasn't really Ben Harper. I apologize to Ben and all of the innocent criminals. Oh man, I fucking took that bong load for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. I thought we were about to hear some fucking jams. 
That was our friend Ben Harrison from Greatest Generation and uh, so on and so forth. Friendly Fire, the whole nine yards. Um, I thought we were going to get an original original Ben Harper song about like a falcon. <laughs> it would have been great. <laughs> I feel like I, um, I spend a lot of my time, a lot of my emotional energy as a public radio host trying to avoid becoming interested in birding. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because it's, I already own, I already drive a Volvo, right? So it's like I'm, I'm on the edge of becoming pure self-parody rather than somewhat of a self-parody. And I have to say, if I see like a falcon or a hawk or something doing something cool, I'm like, oh, fuck, I could get into birds. <laughs> Just do it. Just do it, man. You count in. them, I think. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to um, take note of their calls. Uh, that sounds even worse than counting them. My grandma and grandpa were birders. I went. I would. I would walk with them in Quincy uh, along the beach, and we go to the, these little islands and look at birds. Cool. Um, what are the? What kind of birds are native to the area? Do you remember? Um, that's a great question. I have no idea. There's probably like I don't know, a Boston seagull or some bullshit. <laughs> Um, sure i remember as a child even being like i'm kind of bored (laughs) i was like a little baby boy (laughs) um but it's great to be out in the it's great to be out in nature i think that's the the great thing about birding is that you're just out in peaceful surroundings more than anything so that's for me that's why i could maybe be one you know you can see the boston seagull um in its natural habitat uh sobering up in a dunkin donuts A cigarette butt in its mouth. <laughs> right. Had a rough night. It lost its phone. Its friend won't come pick it up. <laughs> I feel like I would enjoy birding more if it was more focused on those birds of prey and there was some kind of chumming involved. Mm, like Ooh, you. that's good. Yeah. Well, like if you would go to the pet store and buy those frozen dead white mice and you would just throw them into the air and then a fucking falcon would swoop down and grab it. It sounds like what you are actually wanting to do is falconry. But I don't have any of those big gloves. Yeah, you do. You've got some in the garage. I know it. All my gloves are medium-sized. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, if they don't go up to the elbow, you're in trouble. I got news for you. I did falconry when I went to to Ireland. Whoa, what? What? I lived Jesse's dreams twice. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was a birder, and I did falconry when, when... my dad was sick. Uh, uh, he passed away from cancer. Um, we, and uh, and Jesse, we are in the Dead Dads Club together. I, it's not a great place to be. Dead uh, Dads Club, hanging up cancer. Give me a break. Um, no one, a club, no one wants to be a part of. But uh, you get in there for whatever reasons. Um, and we went to when we when he was sick. We we traveled to Ireland. And we were we were stayed at this place, and we like stayed at like kind of like an old castle, basically. Um, I believe it's where the the Leprechaun One was filmed. And uh, <laughs> did you catch a glimpse dad, of Jen Aniston herself? <laughs> she was there. She was revisiting. Uh, my dad. That's when my dad wanted to see the filming location of Leprechaun One before he died. That was uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had already seen the filming location to Leprechaun in the Hood. He's <laughs> like, I only have one more Leprechaun filming location to visit. <laughs> and his final days, he was sad that we, he never got to space. 
Um, but we, I, one of the options was falconry, and uh, we, we, I went out there, and uh, you, I stood there with the big glove on my hand, and the falcon came right to my arm. It was Jesse. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was cool as hell. Wow, I bet it was cool as hell. What did you mm. did you give it a dead mouse or a little chunk of something? You could give it treats. I know that they were like, you know, they were they're uh, when they come back and they put like blinders on them and stuff. I know that they're like very protective, and I think also like. Each of my fingers looks like the the most plump grub, <laughs> and so <laughs> so I think that they were. I think they they had, but I think that we maybe did feed it. I'm not I'm not positive, but I think maybe they were a little more touchy on on that. It was cool though. Sounds really really great. It was awesome. Yeah. Man, sorry sorry Jesse. I yeah. saw an owl once. Nah. <laughs> sorry jesse but that's just lame as shit <laughs> sorry man i don't I hate to be the one to tell you this but that is fucking lame dude and also i i hate to do this but are you sure it was an owl <laughs> <laughs> it might not have been no it was definitely an owl it was gray it looked a little bit like a dove but maybe a little bigger mm. it had some kind of iridescent parts of its Feathers, man, going, dude, crrr, this crrr, sucks. This fucking sucks. Crrr, crrr. This is so Mitch's story was so good. <laughs> it was on a ledge of a big building. What leprechaun filming location was it near? <laughs> it wasn't near uh, any uh, of them. Oh, man, <laughs> fucking weak, dude. Ugh. Let's play another call. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, guest. Um, So my momentous occasion this week uh, is actually something that happened to my mom, not me. But the way I found out about it was pretty momentous. So my mother sent a text to our our family group chat that just said, I was in the ER for 10 hours yesterday. My sister and I were like, what? What happened? And then you see the, like, mom is typing, dot, dot, dot. And so we jump on a video call with her. We're like, no, no, no. Okay, tell us what happened. And um, she proceeds to tell us an extremely long story about how she started feeling sick and dizzy. And she didn't know what was going on. And she didn't know what could have happened. And my dad was at the golf course. So she called my cousin, and my cousin got my dad, who doesn't have a cell phone, to come home and take her to the hospital. And then they waited for hours, and she threw up, and then they did all kinds of tests to see if she was having a stroke or if she was having heart problems. They did a COVID test, so she was put in this isolation room for people who might have COVID, and she was made to wait for ages. And then as she was waiting, she said... She got to thinking, what could she have done? Was it something she ate? What happened? And eventually, she revealed that she had gone into her freezer in the basement and found a treat. And she thought, oh, that was smart of me, putting a gluten-free brownie in here for a rainy day. And she ate it, and it was delicious. And only after thinking about it, After going to the hospital, several hours later, did she think, that might have been an edible marijuana brownie that somebody gave 
to my dad and she wrapped up and put in the freezer and didn't label. And she then ate the whole thing and sort of OD'd. <laughs> my sister and I had quite the ride listening to that story. Um, and I hope you enjoyed it too. Bye. Man, just hope... Oh, uh, too much for mom. I just hope uh, mom had a little Ben Harper on hand, right? <laughs> Fucking ride that wave. Thank God that story ended that way. Jesus. I know, right? It's <laughs> like, Brian, you need to screen these calls better. <laughs> you know, I feel like I, I, I've heard stories like that before. Like, oh, I ate, you know, X amount of cookies. I ate X amount of gummies before I realized it. But I, every edible thing I have ever had has just tasted so insanely like pot. I, I, I honestly don't know how this happens. I eat a lot of just regular treats that I get at Trader Joe's that will be a combination of dark chocolate or hard candy or, or whatever and grass clippings. <laughs> um, so for that reason, it's hard for me to tell when I'm eating a marijuana right. one. Yeah. You got to get a little roughage in there, you know? Yeah. Love I remember I went up to clippings. New, went up to New Hampshire um, to the Weir's Beach area, uh, Lake Winnipesaukee. And... Um, my friends, this is like, you know, we were probably like 19 or something, but my friend Zenga, he made pop brownies. And uh, just like eating them, it was just like you would bite into the pop brownie and it was like eating a nugget of weed. And I like lost my mind. My my friend Mike Ramondi found me in a room and he said that I was saying like, help me, <laughs> like crying. <laughs> and I wow. had just truly, truly lost it so i have been there i like thought i was having a mental breakdown i don't like to i don't like to touch those anymore i'm not a i'm not a fan yeah man ruined a good trip to winnipesaukee i exactly that's a like um there there's some like comedy movie from our youth where they go to lake winnipesaukee right is that i think that's what they say in the blues brothers isn't it blues brothers show band and review at lake winnipesaukee Oh, that might be it. I was I was wondering if it's What About Bob as well or no. Oh, maybe it is What About Bob. Maybe that's where Am they I go. Am I wrong? I was thinking maybe I... also Sneakers. <laughs> I know that's not <laughs> technically a comedy. <laughs> it's a movie I weirdly <laughs> watched a lot as a kid. <laughs> it seems like it would have something about Lake Winnipesaukee on it. I remember somebody wants a Winnebago. It's a very like Americana-y lake. It's just like a big... Do- that's where... Um, you know, the King of Kong, he resides up there. Oh, okay. So <laughs> the guy who has the world King Americans. Kong record. You can, uh, you can uh, beware if you enter his lair, <laughs> the King of Kong. Right. <laughs> Let's take one more call. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and I'm going to guess Steve hmm. AG. I'm calling with a momentous occasion slash anal August. Um, my partner has been growing zucchinis, and he had a zucchini that was shaped about right. And we realized later in the night that zucchinis do not have a flared base. Luckily, I was able to expel the zucchini. Wow. wow. Thank goodness. Boy, someone two... posted on Reddit a news article about someone dying of that. Oh my gosh, of zucchini in the butt? 
of zucchini in the butt. They were too embarrassed to go to the doctor from zucchini in the butt, and they died. Wow. Wow. No. And they didn't even call us. I know. You're supposed this to really- do it from the hospital or whatever, like while the momentous occasion is happening. This what relates is- back to earlier, by the way, the the Magnum convo, but we got to get a better emoji than eggplant, right? Isn't eggplant <laughs> just a little... Is the zucchini is the zucchini more more dong like? Do you think, Mitch? I I mean I think I mean I guess it's just too on like uh, just give it a carrot or something. You know what I mean? Uh, some sort of carrot doesn't have to be a baby carrot, just a regular carrot of sorts. <laughs> just something orange. What about this? This is maybe this is wild. I I, I, I had I, and I quickly have a punch up for the Magnum thing. Yeah, sure. I was go gonna ahead. say that. Instead of a big sweater, it looks like those mini, the Frost and Mini Week commercials. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. I Jordan, was just going to say, just make a penis emoji at this point, right? Yeah, why penis, not? Do a butt, do a vagina, do a couple of boobs. We, we need well, them. We need them to communicate. It's how we communicate. Sexuality is a, a part mm-hmm. of human existence. Just make all the emojis we need so we don't have to come right out and say what we want to do to our partners. It is it is very funny that that's like a known thing too. That it's like a peach is just a now a peach is a, a butt. Yeah. The, pe- the peach is the butt now. Who would have thought? Just make the emoji. I don't know who makes the emoji. There's like a world emoji council or something like that. <laughs> they meet in secret at the base of Mount Doom every year. Yeah, there was a, there was a 99% invisible about this and it just ended with Roman saying just make a dick one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. I, I, I stand with him. I stand with all the Roman leaders. Right. <laughs> Caligula, <laughs> Nero, <laughs> all the greats. The doctors you call into to get Propecia. <laughs> I was going to say, the, 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 the last caller was so soothing, saying terrible news. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, oh, this is this is like a this sounds like this person should be on like NPR or, or uh, you know, or <laughs> or or have an ASMR podcast or whatever. But then <laughs> maybe they do. Uh, maybe they, it's possible. Could be true. I'm ready to pitch NPR after dark now, Mitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> OK, let's take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse. Go. La, la, la. I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And we host Round Springfield. Round Springfield is a new Simpsons podcast that is Simpsons adjacent. Mm -hmm. Um, In its topic, we talk to Simpsons writers, directors, voiceover actors, you name it, about non-Simpsons things that they've done. Because, surprise, they're all extremely talented. Absolutely. For example, David X. Cohen worked on The Simpsons, but then created a little show called Futurama. Mm -hmm. That's our very first episode. So tune in for stuff like that with Yardley Smith, with Tim Long, with different writers and voice actors. It's going to be so much fun. And we are every other week on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey 
Hey, I'm Jared Hill, co-host of the brand new Maximum Fun podcast, Fan Time. And I'm Travel Anderson. I'm the other more fabulous co-host. And the reason you really should be tuning in. I feel the nausea rising. To be Fanti is to be a big fan of something, but also have some challenging or anti-feelings toward it. Kind of like Kanye. We're all fans of Kanye. He's a musical genius, but like, you know. He thinks slavery is a choice. Or like the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, I love the drama, but do I want to see black women fighting each other on screen? Hell to the nah, to the nah, nah, nah. We're tackling all of those complex and complicated conversations about the people, places, and things that we love. Even though they may not love us back. Fanti, Maximum Fun, podcast. Ow. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And the little stink bug. Oh, God. <laughs> Look out or he'll infest your trailer. <laughs> I, why didn't I just come up with a, separate, a different one? I could have said anything I wanted to. You can keep the same nickname. The little stink bug is great. I think it's awesome. I don't think you have anything to yeah, be self Yeah, I think it's one of their best ones in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it is, honestly. We've had a lot of fucking weak-ass nicknames lately. <laughs> come harder to hoop, people. Yeah. Professional comedians. Mitch came up with a little stink bug. You can't yeah. do better than that? <laughs> Apparently not. The nickname is great. Uh, Mitch, I have to say, uh, you guys just concluded grocery store month on uh, the Doughboys. And I was pretty jealous... Uh, that you got to be Greengrocer yeah. Mitch, along with playing Professor Harold Hill in The Music Man. I think I've made it pretty clear that my other career aspiration is to be a television greengrocer <laughs> and just say what fruits are ripe this month. Well, that was Ju- Judge John uh, John Hodgman uh, gave me that he gave me that nickname. He was uh, he 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 bestowed upon me the the greengrocer title, and I happily took it because I had no other plan. Uh, so that's, that's how that came about. I was, uh, a night, a nightmare month. John Hodgman, your good friend and my former friend. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm serious about this greengrocer thing. The, uh, the Doughboys, of course, is your podcast, Mitch, where you, uh, you and Nick Weiger review, uh, chain restaurants. You did a month of grocery stores. Uh, and I also listened to these episodes, thought they were really great. And it really, it gave me... Uh, mm-hmm. an excuse to revisit uh, grocery store fried chicken, um, which I hadn't had in wow. years, but you guys uh, talk so much about it. I'm like, ah, I got to try some. And uh, it was great. I forgot how good grocery store fried chicken is. You you did that Albertsons fried chicken? I did an Al- I did an Albertsons and a Ralph's taste test. Yeah. Wow. And what did you, what was your, did you anyway, agree I got to call Al- my nutritionist. <laughs> 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 Tell her about how things are going. <laughs> I also had a lot of beans, too. I had a ton of beans when I was having these. <laughs> There's a grocery store right by my house that has uh, a pollo a la brasa situation right outside. Mm. Ooh. A, a, a coal-cooked chicken. Damn. And it is, man, that is a winner. You, you take that over that, that $5 rotisserie thing. I mean, nothing wrong with the $5 rotisserie thing. Pump a chicken full of uh, juice and salt and, and cook it, and I'll eat it. Damn. But... Uh, but cooked over an open flame right out there in front of the grocery store. I'll go to that grocery store sometimes just to buy one of those chickens. Wow. Chicken, yeah, that, it's a great meat. All. I think we can all agree. One of the most versatile. Comes straight from, believe it or not, a chicken is actually a type of bird. Oh, wow. Interesting. I say that as a birder myself. Yes. I'm sorry, <laughs> actually, Jesse, there's some birder. new science on this. They're actually nightshades. 
<laughs> Thank you. Nice shades. Did you know they're a fruit? <laughs> it turns <laughs> out. Of cucumbers. <laughs> um, Which well, is in my Mike, butt as we speak. <laughs> oh, no. Bring it back around. I hope Full you circle. can expel it. <laughs> Uh, Mike, as always, thank you for joining us on Jordan Jesse Go. Always a pleasure to have the great Mike Mitchell on the, the program. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you, guys. I, I love talking to you. It's been a while. This um, uh, stupid um, pandemic, which I uh, hope is over soon. I didn't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, when this thing's over, Mike, mm-hmm. let's go out for beans. I would love to. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll get some of that. How do you say polo? What is it? Pollo a la brasa? A la brasa, yeah. I'll, I'll, some pollo a la brasa. I'm in. Yeah. Sold. Sold to me and Mitch. I love it. Jordan, you can come too. Brian, ask, but probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how full the car is. <laughs> Brian Sunny D. Fernandez is the producer on the program. You, you can get with us on the social medias there uh, on Twitter at... Uh, Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne. Uh, Mitch is at B Day Boys. Mitch, um, you can you That's can right. find us on Facebook. Uh, you can just look look for Jordan Jesse Go there. You can join the Max Fun Facebook group. We're also on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com where we love to chop it up with the fans. We're not too fancy to chop it up <laughs> with the fans. And uh, the Max Fun Drive. I've I've actually stopped. I've actually stopped chopping it up. Oh, okay. Fans. Well, that's all right. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got pretty. F- I'm more into uh, R slash prequel memes <laughs> okay. now. It's uh, memes about the Star Wars prequels. It's basically them just putting you um, and McGregor saying hello there into everything. It's really funny. Uh, I'm into R slash unexpected Utes. Uh, it's just people who see a car that got turned into a pickup truck and take a picture of it. It's great. A lot of fun yeah, stuff. really like fun. Uh, and hey, uh, a lot of people have been asking about this. Um, uh, four donors, for everybody who donated in the Max Fun Drive, you can now listen to our all Walton Goggins theme song episode uh, with Dan and Stu from the Flophouse. That's up there in the donor feed. So uh, uh, wow. that's uh, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez uh, edited that together for you, and it's up there in the donor feed. So we hope you enjoy. Yeah. Oh, Gog. Okay. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.